This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome back to another episode of the number one AFC Wimbledon podcast and still the only unofficial AFC Wimbledon podcast. The one was had a dream. My name is Lee Finch and as ever, I am joined by Danny Baker. Uh, I'd like to say, unfortunately, uh, AJ French, who was meant to be joining us, uh, unfortunately stuck in Italy or he was stuck in Italy when uh, I spoke to him. So yeah, he's unfortunately been able to uh, not join us tonight. So yeah, you have got Tweedledee and Tweedledum. You work out which one's which. Uh, but yeah, Danny, how are we? You good? <laughs> I'm not Tweedledum or Tweedledee, pal. I'm one of the clever. Tw- I'm one of the clever crew. You've got a French in, in Italy. You were going to say Italia earlier, which would have been superb. But um, yeah, good week. How are you doing? All right. Very well, mate. Very well. After uh, we'll come on to uh, Sutton, uh, but yeah, very well. It's it's good leaving games. Very happy, even though I did want. To, I know you normally start the show with some nonsense. Yeah, I'm a bit irked. Bit annoyed, right? That's a but, good word from you as well, Irked. Yeah, I've got uh, toilet got paper that got... gives you word of the day. Ah, uh, word of the day toilet paper. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's fair enough. Uh, on then. So, What's your irk? On a Wednesday, we ordered takeaway mostly on a Wednesday night. Uh, Wednesday is Thursday. Uh, yeah. On a Thursday, on a, I always always take away. What, what's your takeaway night? Do you have a one week, once once a week takeaway no, night? At the moment, during the score days, it's about four days a week at Mate, the moment. Just can't so it? It's, it's unreal. Me and Mrs. But Baker are Friday or Saturday normally. Usually Saturday after football, because yeah. if I go football, get back late, we always have takeaway, fish and chip shop. Uh, but when we record the pod... I'm usually working till say seven after get through the door. The missus normally work. You got the kids. Kids are roaming around everywhere, so it's like none of us can be bothered to cook. I've got the podcast. Let's just order takeaway. My problem I got is so we've ordered pizza tonight from Fireway. Oh. The best pizza out there. Where is it? Fireway. 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 Yeah. What, what, what pizzas have you gone for? I just a margarita because you, you shouldn't oh, have toppings. Liberty. Shouldn't have toppings on a pizza. 
Okay, already I'm falling out of you. Well, no, no. If you go to Italy and you have, they they throw you in the river. You shouldn't really? have, you shouldn't have <laughs> toppings on a pizza because <laughs> it would then take away the taste of the pizza. The pizza should be cheese, tomato, base, tomato, tomato. Tomato base on a nice, obviously yeah, fresh like, dough. I'm just, I love the fact that you just said that. If you had any toppings on a pizza, they'll throw you in a river. It's like it's like lock stock. I chuck you in a river. Concrete, so no, concrete so no boots. restaurant in Italy will ever sell a pizza with toppings well, on. They that's do. What you, that's what, well, what's what are you talking well, about then? You order Every one. Person, you, you eat one. it and you get chucked in a river. And they give you the hands and they prop. They they're under their breath. And I, I, I can speak a bit of Italian, so I know that. Oh, oh, anyway, <laughs> what this is a fantastic start. This Hold is on, the, how much? How much? Don't just like, you can't leave on that. What do you mean you can speak a bit of Italian? What's the matter with you? Have you been on the old lingua phone, have you? Many languages, mate. Many languages. Uh, I'm pigeon, pigeon Italian. Like, yeah, ciao, okay. bella. Uh, so Bellissimo, you're basically the same as everyone. Scusi. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when I went to Italy, when I went to Milan, <laughs> have you heard the story about Milan? Uh, I don't, I'm not sure I'm so ready for we, it. We'll go off subject, but I wanted to go to Milan, right? Because I wanted to go to the San Siro. So I told the missus they were knocking the San Siro down. So I had to get out there before. Yeah, and they are, aren't they? No, no. Well, so I told her they were knocking it down. Right. I had to get out of there before. So a few of the lads, we went out there. I saw Atlanta in uh, Bergamo. What a lovely place. Yeah. San Siro, went there. Brilliant. I loved it. Every minute of it, it was brilliant. Right. Get home, watching the Champions League fight, uh, final, wasn't it? Was it, was it Man City? Yeah. Inter, yeah? yeah, yeah. They're interviewing some Italian guy from like uh, Channel 4. So, like, he's English, but speaks full-on Italian. A bit like, like you then. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, it's good news. They're not knocking down the San Siro, right? What? So she turns to me. She turns to me and goes, oh. Oh, you wind up. Really? Is that the case? I was like, they were knocking it down, but they've changed their mind. Oh, yeah, like they just changed their mind. She goes to me, oh, you got a nice little... She goes, what's next? They're going to... And I said to her, I'm trying to get an Argentinian trip, and I'm trying to tell her that Boca Juniors are going to be knocking down. Oh, and to be honest, they need to. That Bombonera looks... It needs sorting out. The, the, the you, thing's you proper word, cracking, isn't it? You say a, word, a bad word about the Bombonera. I'm not going to say a bad word. I'm saying, you, I'm saying but the, but the stadium I mean? is falling apart, yeah. It doesn't matter. You leave it. Anyway... So my irk of the day, right, because we've got off subject and we don't yeah. want many more complaints. No. This is an AFC Wimbledon podcast, not a... Uh, not about your pizza and your Italian speaking, yeah. Right. So if they forget a whole pizza or they forget a whole side, you ring them up and they bring you a new one, yeah? Yeah, of course, yeah. But they forget a dip. So they forgot last three occasions now, a barbecue dip, right, which Ooh, not for me. And for that is a bit of a deal breaker because if we're about the, the dip, I'm, I'm not but, interested to it. But yeah, she goes mental because she's like, it's ruined my dinner now but you can't ring them for a 50p dip to get them to come out and give you the dip do you so you just you take it on the chin and go right they forget the dip you just you mark them four out of five or three out of five instead Ooh, you put they keep though. getting the dip but the misses it completely ruins the dinner how do you feel about that i i i can understand the frustration what i would do which is what me and mrs b do is when we go out to mcdonald's or whatever we always just get a little bit of extra dip and we store them and stash them We've got stashed so, of barbecue, but you can't have the McDonald's barbecue unless it's for chips. You can't have it on anything else. So you wouldn't have McDonald's barbecue with anything but the McDonald's chips? Uh, any chip, uh, chips, but nothing else. Oh, you! I think you need to broaden your horizon, mate. No, no that's all it's but, good for. To be honest with you, let's be honest, if you added the pizza properly, which is margarita, you wouldn't have dip. Because in Italy, as you said, if you have anything on the pizza, you get chucked in the river. So, so you'd probably get chucked in the water. I'm, and a, stuff garlic, in, I'm a garlic and herb man. Well, who, who isn't? 
But yeah, that's that was my before we went off subject. So I, I, can, I can understand the frustration, but I also feel like maybe just buy your own barbecue sauce and then you kind of not the same. Got your, well, ask them where they get theirs or go next time you're in town and you go past there, go, listen, <laughs> I love you guys. I'm ordering loads. I want loads of sauce. Give me it. Yeah. Give me the free dips that you forgot yeah. last and I'll pay £1.50 for it. Give me loads of these dips and I'll yeah. order I'm ordering a pizza now, by the way, or or next one, go and do a pickup because you're the old doobry in the cab, but get loads of loads Taxi, of stuff. not a cab. Anyway, and also, uh, wait tomato, till tomato, isn't it? Talk about yeah. Milan being, wait till I tell her that Harrogate are knocking down their stadium. Are they really? No, I just want to take her on that weekend. Oh, Remember that? Let's do, oh, yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah, 15 miles away. So How's that try. going? Not well at the moment. No, I'm not surprised. I, I, we had a little text conversation about it earlier, and she weren't overly happy about it. But anyway. Well, what so, is going well is the Wombles at the moment. Yes. Sutton, I wasn't there. Talk to me. How was it? For, oh, brilliant, mate. Brilliant. For, yeah. It was... Uh, well, I think Mick Daw, I said this on the debrief, I'll say it again. Mick Daw, he doesn't usually get it completely right. Uh, his, his scoring's unbelievable. If you go back and have a look at his scores, scores on the doors, yeah. he gave Alex Bass a nine and a half, which is probably fair, but he said there's probably not a keeper in the world better than him at the moment or something like that. Like, even real what Madrid, was his um, distribution like? Because that's quality. the for me, that's the and big difference between him and the, Zanev. The big the big thing was the save he made after we went one nil down. Have you seen it? One nil up, sorry, we went one nil up. I've seen one where he Bass. kind of pushes it onto a post or he, there's like a no, no, Steven, he, he go it goes across the line and one of I think Johnson yeah, clears it. Johnson clears it, yeah. That was at one nil. It's point blank range and it's an unreal save. But yeah, Mick Dawes said we went up to Colchester on Tuesday, we played some beautiful football. We went to Sutton on Saturday. We had to fight and go toe-to-toe with them. And that's the difference. We mixed up both games. One week we can play football. The next yeah. week we'll fight you. We had Boogle, who was unbelievable. They're, and what I'm loving well, about Wimbledon yeah. at the moment is I'm not... Any players, I'm not under seven. They're all sevens at the moment. Even Nurfield, who I didn't think was great on Saturday, but his attitude, I said this again on the deep roof, his attitude for me is absolutely spot on. He's coming over to the crowd. We're at Sutton, you're quite close, aren't you? You're quite close. Yeah, to you're the pitch. right on top, yeah. Right on top. And he's the arms up, the same as Colchester. He's giving it, come, he's getting the crowd going. And I think that kind of attitude is what we've missed. So I'll lay off him a little bit with his football and stuff. I still think he ain't helped with left back, but Lee Brown was yeah. class. Yeah, you know my dad mean? said that. My dad watched it. He actually said that Lee Brown actually had a really good game. Really good. And that's the Lee Brown game that you want. It, the shithousery, battling. He was spot on with guys that again. Do you know what I mean? After Ali misses an absolute sitter, yeah. he then gets the crowd going to sing the Ali song to get him up again. And we scored two minutes later. Johnson is just, I said to people around me, I said, people were giving uh, Joe Lewis saying how good he is and Joe Lewis this, Joe Lewis that. Joe Lewis is good. But Johnson, he, I said, everyone's sleeping on Johnson. People don't realise how good this man is because he's so casual. He's yeah. so laid back because he is that good. He reads the game that well. He can just... He I just mean, at the moment it. then, Lee, just... He's Rolls Royce, mate. So in terms of Johnson and Lewis, are they a better partnership, do you think, than than Robbo Charles, would you say? Would you pick them over them too? I mean, that's a big call, but where are you well, at? Where, I, how good are we talking Let's wait till the end of the season before we're making calls like that, Danny, because that is... I, I'd have him over well, to Kalambaye. If we're going so you'd over have him over to and Kalambaye, which, which was a good one from last year. Over and you're definitely years. having him over... Tap, you're having him over, like, obviously, like, Nightingales think, and that sort of stuff. A few, a few people made a few points on Twitter. Uh, 
regarding Nightingale and said some people didn't even want Nightingale to leave. And then when you look at the two centre-backs we got, Pierce on the bench, Callum Bay to come back in, Nightingale's not getting anywhere near this team. And as I no. said before, we all love Nightingale. He's a Wimbledon man. He's done the right thing by going up to Ross County to go prove himself. I think that's to, again, get a move away from Wimbledon. I can't see him back in a Wimbledon shirt, which is unfortunate. But when you're looking at Johnson and Lewis, and you just think, I'd have either one of them over Taylor at the moment. I said really? that last week, and you said that's a that's a big call. That is a huge call, because I thought Taylor was absolutely superb. He is. But Johnson, well, Johnson's up there with him. You probably could put him on par. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what we've done. We've replaced people like Taylor. We've replaced like Ali up front. We'll talk about in a minute, is he going to be yeah. off or not? But Bugel, Bugel's just a different gravy from what we've seen before. He, he, like we said last week, he just seems like the absolute Wimbledon forward. Like he's a hardworking, physical, happy to have a bit of a scrap. Some kind of bloke you want in a bit of a dogfight. Sutton was typical Sutton, right? And I don't mind the yeah, way Yeah, I was going to ask play. how they... I, I, I don't mind the way they play. I like the way they play, actually. I think, you you mean, as a Sutton fan, you've got to be happy. At the moment, I think they're struggling. If they do lose Smith long-term, they'll struggle to score goals. But a good life at the back. They've got... Uh, and the other big geezer, he had to go off, unfortunately, which I think is going to be a massive loss for him. I ain't going to... Oh, I went on or something like that. I can't pronounce his name. Signed from Bromley. You know, he's massive. He's like eight foot tall. We Everyone said we should have tried and signed him in the summer. Uh, right. they they have long throws and stuff and they battle Eastman it batters you have you seen the clip though which I loved as well Newfield and uh, Ali in Eastman's face when we score yeah, yeah, yeah proper gives it to him that's what I loved that's what we wanted and Bugle he's a monster and what I didn't realise about him is he's not just big and strong he has a leap on him as well Dan so he he gets up really high and with his strength and stuff he just he wins flick-ons for I mean Davison uh, Pell came on they were both excellent when they come on, but Davison can't get in the team at the moment, which is huge for us. I said to Dad today, I was talking about it because he was talking about um, Davison and stuff. And I, all I was saying is that Davison seems to me now to be the the perfect guy to come on if you're one up with 20 to go. Just run, legs, you know, chasing people down, hold, trying to hold up. But I just don't so – I've never really seen him in a particular light where he's just going to score goals. I, do, I just don't – I don't see it yeah, happening, but, but yeah, he's he's that. When we go one nil, two nil up against Sutton, you bring him on, and you said he, he, then you got defenders who are absolutely nattered, nattered, knackered because they've been in a game with uh, Ali and Bugle, and then they've got Davison who don't stop, and then you think just give us a break, lads. You know how I mean? do you We've think? Had... How do you think this team is going to hold up at the moment? Weather set fair, nice sort of pitches, nice to pass. How do you think this team is going to set up? when it starts to get dark and it starts to get dingy and horrible when the ground gets thick, do you feel that this team will be able to carry on as it is? Or do you feel like we're going to get found out? That's, that's the big question because people like Tilly and stuff are, are playing really well on these pitches. Reeves does well on these pitches, but yeah, I, I think we'll be fine. I think we've got battlers in the team now. We, we As I said, we went to Sutton and the, the ball was off the, off the floor a lot. Do you know what I mean? And we dealt with it. And to go away three nil clean sheet, we're yeah, two, pen- two penalties away from being twelve points out of twelve, top of the league, absolutely flying. Uh, it's all positive. I can't. There's. I, I can't see why people are being negative and stuff at the moment. There's a few are people being negative. There's a few still out there. there. Was a few on the debrief just saying it's early days. Remember last year in August we were doing okay under Robbo in August we were doing okay. This, as I said to you last week, something special is happening. 
it's a different team. It, you could, I, I want to go every game now, Dan. I'm, I'm going Saturday. I'm going uh, Wednesday. I even looked. I can't go, but I even looked at Newport, getting to Newport. Uh, and if it weren't for a train strike and ninety pound trains, I probably would have chanced my arm. But I'm not. I can't drive three and a half hours there, three and a half hours back when I got work Sunday. But trains just ridiculous. Eighty two quid and there's train strikes, ridiculous. But yeah, I'm no, looking at every up. game at the moment, thinking I really want to go. Do you know what I mean? I've got mates who came Colchester and they want to come Forest Green. Do you think? Do you think this is like the most surprising Wimbledon start? Like, I mean, I remember when I was younger. Going to watch QPR away, we beat them. I reckon it might have been three 0 you know. And we were top of the league in the Premier League. I was like, oh my god, this is like it was only two games or whatever. But is this a really? I just feel like this is really blindsided me because I wasn't expecting this at all. I wasn't expecting the way that we've played, the results that we've had. You know, yes, we've had at, at times we've been we've 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 had to ride a luck culture in particular. I thought we had to ride a luck a little bit. But is this the most surprising start? Do you feel like we've had? It's something we had to ride our luck as well, to be fair. You know what I mean? They had a couple of chances. I said after 1-0, Bass makes an unreal save. But I think that's what good teams do. You ride your luck and you score when you're on top. And we we said this on the debrief about the fixtures when they first come out. And, and people are trying to paper over the cracks a little bit with regards to where positions are. Like Wrexham are in 16th. We've, we've only drawn with a team that's 16th. No, Wrexham come into this league as one of the favourites to win it. Do you know what I mean? Agreed. And we, yep. I think... They were average. We battered them for long periods. We've retired their goalkeeper now. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I mean? That's so, crazy. Well, I just find it funny how he said, come on, League One, here we come. And then four games later, you retired. Uh, people got to stop mouthing off, which is quite rich coming from me. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. You looked at the Fishers, Grinsby away, tough game. You took the draw there, weren't you? And considering they yep. didn't really, didn't really batter us up there either like you'd think they could do. We missed a penalty. Uh, Colchester, you would say that's the game you looked at and thought, yes, that's guaranteed. We've got a win at Colchester. You know what I mean? They're three points there from last season this year. Wrexham, you think, oh, let's go out there and battle them and see if we can get a point. I thought we were the better team. Uh, Sutton, that's the one that I think people actually stood up and thought, I'm desperate to win it because obviously I felt last year the two Sutton games were probably one of, well, for me, they're the two low points of the season. I yes. thought we were absolutely terrible yes. at home. And it was that almost a springboard to be like, right, we're going to get better. But playing them away, New Year, we lost obviously a Sal and the like, was oh, was was but shocking. For me, Dan, this team's different this year as well as we've got strength in depth. You've got people sitting on the bench. Pell run over to Jackson when he scored because obviously they had that little thing about Jackson. said, so when I first came on, I scored. Can you have you got it in your locker? And he did it straight away, didn't he? And then that's why he yeah. ran up to Jackson. Do you know what I mean? You've got James Ball uh, sitting on the bench. One of my mates, two well, actually two of my mates. Yeah, what tipped. is that about? What uh, the, the the ball thing about being in a bar? I read it, so, read about it somewhere. Cut my my mates were in Prague. Titch and Josh were in Prague. A few mates. Two made up mates, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Titch, he's losing his hair. He loves it, but uh, yeah, he, he does. Lo- he so, loves it, and he lost his hair. So they were in a they were in Prague. They were having a few drinks. They're, one of them's where uh, Josh is wearing his white retro Wimbledon shirt. Got Sky nice. Sports news on, so they're cheering and stuff. Get chatting to a couple of lads. They're James Ball's good friends. Oh right. right. So they started chatting. So then they had a photo and sent it to James Ball. So I went on Twitter and said, "Oh, he he put a thing about this squad." And I said, "Just keep biding your time." One, yeah. Because apparently they said to him, he they said to. His mate said to Titch and Josh, 
he knows at the moment he can't get in ahead of uh, Little and Reeves because they're just too good at the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's loving it. He's loving the club, but he knows that them two are just mustard at the moment. But once, if they drop off or anything, he's going to be ready to play. And they were like, oh, wicked, good attitude to have, especially after what Rochdale said about him. Do you know what I mean? It's like, that's good to hear. And then I just tweeted him and said, look, bide your time. Once you get in, take your chance and just run with it. By the way, your mates are in Prague with Mark, like with people we know, get him a drink. And he was like, oh, I sort it. And then apparently he tried to get it done, but the logistics didn't work. I think they left the bar that his mates were in and then they couldn't find him. At the, so, yeah, he tried to get a round of drinks for all the boys that were out there. So, Mate, that's I mean. absolutely bonkers. I, I yeah. think he's, I think you, like I said, I think the one thing at the moment is we've been relatively set on an 11. It will mm. be interesting to see where we're at when a couple we have a couple of niggles and we've got to work around it. But yeah. let's, um, got to talk about Ali. Obviously, didn't score Saturday. Play all right? Missed an absolute sitter. Yeah, I think like really, all over the place. Yeah. Really bad sitter again. His confidence looks a little bit shot from last year. This was one of my worries with Ali is that we're relying on someone who's only played 10 games previously. He scored loads of goals in it, but he hasn't played for Wickham before that, Swansea before that. Do you know what I mean? We're relying on him to score a lot of goals this year. Uh, well, I mean, to still... be fair, at the moment, we've... we've, we've got away with murder and the fact that we were four we're third in the league and he hasn't he hasn't scored I mean what's been good from what I can gather what I mean I obviously missed the last game but he's still working really really hard yes he's still the, the fans absolutely love him and yes. he seems to be reacting to that yes I guess the question is right now with a with a week to go do do we want that run to carry on do we do we we, we could do with him out scoring against Forest Green and then scoring against Chelsea couldn't we his work his work rate's still phenomenal He's still strong. He's still getting chances. And yeah. that's what you want to see from your striker. Uh, yeah, I, I still think he, I, I think he'll stay. Okay. Uh, Barnsley apparently put a bid in, but Barnsley don't have any money. Uh, right. We are rumoured to want 1.2 million. The sell-on clause that Wickham have isn't 50%, it's 25%. Oh, right. So, I just, How, I, okay, well, let's not, not beat around the bush. How much is he actually worth? Not how much is he worth to us in the, in from footballers now? Is he let's argument sake? Is he more valuable than a sow? Yes. Okay. So that means he's got to be million minimum. I, I've seen mad well, figures. Where, where do you think around. he is? So a lot of women fans saying two million uh, minimum. Uh, Wickham fans can't can't believe that we'd get more than a million for him, considering okay. he was there for a little while, and they just like what is what are Wimbledon seeing that we never saw. I think between one and a half to two million in today's market, Dan, where you've got people going for massive money everywhere. You know what I mean? You've got Saudi spending but, money but, left, but right, not, centre. Not, though, not a lot in League Two, mate. That's the thing. I don't see right. huge money spent on League Two players. You've got Giza who scored nine in ten last year. No, yeah. Yeah, but in like League that, Two, but, though. Yeah, but Championship, they want him. Again, I. I I, I think we should be looking at one. I think we should be asking for one and a half million. Then you go from there, don't you? Really? But is he worth one and a half million? That's my question. Is that I don't think it's not any league two footballers what... worth one and a half million. I don't think any any league two footballers worth a million. There's not one player I've seen out there and thought, oh yeah, I'd, I'd like Wimbledon to go get him. Oh, it would cost us a million. I don't think any League Two footballer. It's like if you ask Premiership footballers, I don't think they're worth 30, 40, 50 million pounds. No, but I don't but understand. What I know you mean. what you're saying, but I just think as a club. Uh, and what we're looking at, we've got some good money coming in from Chelsea. I don't think we need to sell him. I think we keep him until at least January, and we uh, 
you know what I mean? He seems happy. I mean, the it's, thing as well, Lee, is that he's worth, what, one point, say 1.2 now, right? And he's not scoring goals. My dad said, if he stays and he gets hot in December, I mean... Yeah, and you I, look, I at, it, you look yeah. at it with him again in December and say to him, look, we're second in the league, third in the league, we're just outside playoffs, maybe. Yeah, you know I mean, that's the conversation over him. You've scored 15 goals. Oh, 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 that's probably way too much, to be fair. I'm saying, no, you no, know I mean? if, if he gets... If he gets if he get, even if he scoring, gets you're scoring goals again. We have got interest from... Middlesbrough, but they only want to pay seven hundred and fifty thousand. Do we throw away our season for seven hundred and fifty thousand? No, you know what I mean? And I think that's the conversations the club need to be having now. And you've got to replace him as well, haven't you? We, we, you'd have to replace I, him. I still think we and... need to. The, the thing is, yeah. who the Jan, we're going to talk about the January windows shortly, but that closes soon. I still think we're a striker short, unless you're going to use Harry Powell as that number ten all the time. Yeah, I just think we. Yeah, I, I just, I just don't think we throw away our season now by selling. We don't need to sell him now. That's the thing. He's under well, contract. Do you think it would? Do you think losing Al Hamadi would kill the season? Yes. Or do you feel like where's that goal going to come from? Well, what I'm saying is that I don't. I I'm not sure that's the case. I'm I'm sure if you sell Al Ali Al Hamadi for excess of 1 million even if you got even if it was 50% you got 1.5 which is say you got 750 you could easily get a decent player but you're not and pay the wages for it the club plus not, pay a bit off the I club are not going to put that money into buying a player though are they Danny they're going to put that back into the stadium that remember well, we I don't have, know I mean we have a, we have a large debt know. that we have to pay I can't, you know what I mean? We have to start paying this debt off at one point. There's, there's a guy who goes on Twitter, I can't, I can't remember his name now, I haven't got it in front of me. But he said he's worried that this is a, one of our high, largest budgets that we've ever had. I think it's something like 4.2 million on wages this year, I think. I don't know if that's correct, but he wrote it on my Twitter and I haven't got the actual figures in front of me. Or X, if you like. Yeah, but, X, yeah. Do you know what I mean? We have to start paying this debt off. We sell Ali, that's a large chunk of the debt paid off. We've got a large chunk coming from Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? We don't, <clears throat> I just don't see how the club then go out. We're going to go get a Dom Telford or someone who's going to score goals. Who else is out there? Can you name me another striker that you would sign? No one, I don't think. There will be loads it. of League One forwards who Alone. are either, no, no, there'll be, there'll, be, there'll be a few League One forwards who name me one. could fit. I, I, I don't know. I, right. I genuinely don't know. The and you're also then know, hoping I... that they'll come in and fit straight into a system. Yeah, then you're left with Bugle. Uh, Bugle Davison with Pell behind maybe, and Pell behind. Yeah, with, with a another. If we get a another though, yeah. we're not going to. Say whether we lose or not, him two days it. before the window closes. But they, you know what I mean? Because he ain't going to want to yeah, leave I'm, now. Because want to. When does when does the window close? Next week. So the it's when? a week what today. Day? No, what week. Day? Yeah, it's week. Is week today? Thirty? Is it the first? Yeah, when? it's Friday. Next Friday. It closes on the first. It closes. I think. I think it's done on the thirty first. So, thirty first yeah. at midnight. First, so, as it's going to first, it's done. I know he might not have the choice, but he'll want to stay and play in a Chelsea game. Ali will. Right, well, won't this he? was the conversation I wanted to have you. Right. Was, was about. He's obviously going to want to play in the Chelsea game. Then he leaves the, the next ball, day. Are we going to have enough time then to get a replacement in? Well, it dep- again, it all depends on whether we've done the background work or not. It depends on what his agent's saying, because his agent might say to him, look, don't put any bids in to other teams who may be thinking about it. Wait until last minute and then put a bid in because you'll then force Wimbledon's hand. He's just played against Chelsea. You've seen him on TV and then boom, boom, boom. But regardless, of, but regardless of the clubs you're in, Lee, I, I, I don't know about you, but I just don't see it being a great move for him. He's just 
I don't join I Wimbledon. He stays. He's got a really positive fan base. We're doing okay. He plays every week. The fans love him. He hasn't necessarily hit the ground running this year. For me, I think he, for his career at 21, he should play a year playing regularly, knowing, and let's be blunt, we know and I, we all, we both know that he has a good year this year. We don't see him next year. But he's, then, he's got one year to smash it and then he will be picked up by a league one team, providing that he gets 10 goals this year. Then no one, that might be the case. He might be a happy as Larry and going, I'm not leaving yet. Do you know what I mean? It's just all speculation that the papers and Twitter and and and, and them are making out like because Barnsley have put a bid in. Barnsley have just gone and signed Nombi from Exeter. So he might not even be up. That might have forced that hand be going, well, if you ain't going to sign for us, Nombi, we're going to go get Ali. Do you know what I mean? It, it's all yeah. it's all Tetris. Do you know what I mean? Putting bits into well, it is, it's putting little squares, do you know what I mean? And then one don't work out, you have to quickly manoeuvre stuff again. It's all hearsay stuff like Ali might be as happy as Larry. Okay, so in, in, a, stay, in a word, in a word, yeah. is Ali worth one and a half million? Yes. Or, or no, let me change it. Will, will should Wimbledon sell Ali for one and a half million? If a one point five million pound bid comes in, should we take not, it? Not now. Not and, at this precise And my moment. final question is: Is come September the first, is he still a Wimbledon player? Yes. Okay. I, I think this, I think he's happy here. He's got a good fan base. Manager who likes him. Uh, chairman who likes him, or whatever the Craig Cope and all that. It's just every player. He's never done it before at Swansea. He's never done it before at Wickham. He's had his every, chances. Every player has He's a price, enjoying. unfortunately, yeah, in the Wimbledon shirt. And I wonder how much further north you're going to get than 1.5 million. For and, and at the moment, though, Dan, we have the power in our hands in the fact that he's under contract. There's yep. no, we are in no rush to sell. We have, we can keep him for a few more months and then look at it again in January if we have to. Just, oh, it's a lot of money, mate. And I would yes, doubt yeah. very much when we got him, we would we would think would get much more than one and a half for him. Hundred percent, and yeah. So, but 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 we move on, and then when we come back, we'll be discussing Chelsea uh, sold out. So all the tickets have gone. Are we going? And some of our fondest moments of going to uh, Stamford Bridge. Picture the scene: all of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. We're back and we're going to be discussing the Carabao Cup game, the big game on Wednesday next week, where we play Chelsea. Looking forward. What do we, you make us favourites, Dan, in that one? No, definitely not. I is do. it a big game, do you think? Or is it a bit of a freebie? There's no is such thing as... Is it, no, but what I mean is, like, is it... It's a bi- I think it's a big game for the fans. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a big game for the yeah. players. It's not a big game for Chelsea. No. My Chelsea mates are going to be mugging me off now for that. Uh... 
It's not a big game for them. Well, you know actually, actually it could that. be a big game They have game been for them. poor this year. They have and been they're shocking. And they're going to yeah. want to get back into Europe, and it's going to be an easy option. But also, having a little hiccup against us is not going to go down well with them. No, and also, actually, yeah, it probably is a big game for them, actually, with the way they're playing at the moment. They're shocking, as you just said. Also, they're not got Europe this year, and if they win a cup, Pochettino, what, is he never, he's never won a cup before, has he? I don't know. I, I don't think so. But it's it's just, yeah. I mean, it'll be it'll be a really good day out. It will be interesting to see what Jackson does. Whether he's going to decide to go. The reality of it is that if we've got any kind of hopes of being successful, we're going to need to play our best team. Whether he's going to decide to go three at the back or play five at the back or and almost kind of retreat. Um, I don't know, but it, it'll be interesting to see which, what way he decides. Because obviously, Forest Green Saturday, yes, we get the extra rest day for Wednesday, but then we have a very short Saturday. And then the Saturday we're in Wales, so by the time we've played on Wednesday night, day or Thursday, we're going up to Wales Friday. So it'll be, it'll be an interesting one to see the way that he goes. But yeah, we're both going. We're both lower tier, aren't we? Lower tier, shed end. Yep, we're Join the boys. in the head. We're the shed. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I can't. I'm buzzing for it, mate. I got a mate of mine, Rich. He's in Colombia at the moment on holiday, him and his family. So he had five season tickets going spare. So me and a couple of lads, uh, Buzz, who moved to Birmingham. He's oh, Buzz, yeah. So, oh wow. What, what are you doing? Are you making a day of it, or are you two days you doing two days? Well, I'm... <laughs> in London, mate. Chill your beans out. Well, no, I'm going to come down early Wednesday. Obviously, not too early. I'll be down about mid mid afternoon. Yeah. So come down mid-afternoon on Wednesday. Uh, have a few sherbets. Have, have a few sherbets. Mrs. is in London Thursday, so I've got to look after the my seven-year-old on the Thursday. But hopefully I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna let her keep him up on the Wednesday night till late and then he'll lie in on the Thursday because he ain't at school yet. Is and the boy going? Little... No, no, uh, Jack's unfortunately he's back at school. Uh what? so he's yeah, well he lives near Leicester in Melton. Yeah, Melton they're back at school. My oldest, August. my oldest goes back on Tuesday, mate. This Tuesday coming, so Jeez. they do. They only have five weeks holiday, but then they have three weeks at Christmas. My oldest. Oh mate. right, they have, they go that way. So, but yeah, he's, he's a northerner, isn't he? So that's why. Course, uh, but yeah, uh, no, he can't. He's gutted. He really wanted to come. He said, "Can I not miss three days off school? It's only the beginning. You don't really do nothing." And I was like, "No." So it's good. It's, it's good that like. Wimbledon, it looks like it's. We, we've obviously sold our end. I'd be very surprised if if it's not pretty much a sellout across Chelsea the board. Chelsea sold out. Chelsea sold out as soon as their tickets went on sale. Uh, so, how, so what's Chelsea's capacity then? Forty odd. Something about. I think forty odd at twenty five is a million. It's about three hundred grand that we could make. It's a decent amount of money for us, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of money, mate. And I hope we do invest it into a player. Uh, and not straight all of it. Well, bearing in mind that normally when we do all of our budgeting, it doesn't take into consideration any cut run. Well, that's the thing. So that's... I and how many, time, how many times have you been to the bridge? A few times. Oh, yeah? A few times. Okay. Favourite one, obviously. The 4-2. Four four two. Two. Yep, I New didn't Arby. go to that. No, I didn't go. There was one other time I went, which weren't great. The 4-2 was brilliant, though, weren't it? When we battered that the was, I remember watching Match of the Day. Remember yeah, LeBouf come out and started moaning because he had lumps on his head. I, do you know what? Even now, I still get the ump with the Viali penalty. Like, Sullivan clearly saved that penalty. Like, no doubt. If, it, if they did put the old thing up with the VAR now, he'd, he'd have done it. But it, it's the... Is it the is it not... The Arley goal's good because it's in the middle, but I think oh. it's the... Is it the Akuku goal? 
or the Gale goal. Might be a cuckoo when he runs and just batters it in the corner. The Ardley goal was unreal. The Ardley one was from far, quite far out. It took a deflection, didn't it? No, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure it took the deflection. It just looked like, from what I could see on the telly, obviously, he obviously hit it away out, and the, it, whether it swung or something, the keeper just misjudged it completely. I went there, went there on a Boxing Day. Boxing uh, Day. Drew one all. I went, I went the yeah. first year of the Hullet year, and it was FA Cup 2-2. Me and my old man went. I think my brother might have gone. And it was where, do you remember they had the, behind that stand, they had the artificial, the red and blue massive board all the way along one behind the goal. And then that went down that year. And then they put up the sort of temporary seats and we was in like temporary standing. And I felt 2-2 two, two, and then we lost the replay. It might have been FA Cup 5th. It was a year when we played at ours and they wore that horrible, like tangerine and graphite, they used to call it. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. FA Cup. Uh, Mark, you scored. Um, yeah, yeah, I went, I went, I went, I went recently I went... to watch. I'm actually, my mate asked me to go if I want to go tomorrow. But uh, I said, like, I'm not going there twice in a week. So I've got. Yeah, I went Boxing Day. Boxing Day 1997. Uh, we Who scored? Michael Hughes. Style of Solbacken, playing for women at the time. What, in 97? Yep. Wow. And then I went again and we lost 3 1. Uh, 2000 this was that's it a relegation was... year isn't it with Lund Andreas Lund Andreas Lund's debut isn't it and he scores we all go mental yeah and literally I think it's five minutes later they score and then six minutes later we're 2-1 down <laughs> all we... you need is Lund and we were giving it all big licks giving it all the big ones to the Chelsea fans and then yeah we're 2-1 we're down but remember a lot of Chelsea fans don't realise that football started until uh Abramovich came. Abramovich came in, so they wouldn't remember us, would they? So. Can we? While we're here, it's a bit of a delicate subject, naturally. But can we? Can we discuss the homophobic chant situation? Because it's yeah. been something that I was going to say this to you. It's a weird one because, okay, so I don't know about you, but I, I liken it a lot to kind of songs on the radio. Like if you listen to a song on the radio, you just sing along to the words. You don't, and your your kids would do the same. And and Dolly, when she grows up, she'll be doing the same. And you don't sing it with intent with the words. You just sing because the words are the words. And had you know your little your little ones or little kids at our school, if they actually thought about what some of the words meant, you'd probably be like, oh, I don't think that's a good idea to sing it. But I just feel like with like the Chelsea the Chelsea songs, and particularly the one that the club's playing about the homophobic one. I just find it a bit weird because for me, it's just a charm. It doesn't mean anything. We're not implying anything. It's just a song that everyone used to sing. And it's just, it's just a, a, I don't know. I don't really understand. I can't, I'm not, I'm not condoning it in terms of the the content, but at the same time, it's just, it's just, I I don't, yeah. I had this discussion with my wife and I said, oh, we're we're not allowed to sing it. Uh, It's homophobic. And she said, why not all of them are gay? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We'll say it, Rent Boys. And, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, but... And I also find it very hypocritical of Chelsea to be banning any kind of song or get really upset about any songs, considering they still hiss, apparently, at Spurs fans and some of the songs they sing regarding the uh, Heisel disaster and, do you know what I mean, and, and the Munich disaster. Uh, and, and we all know... Like I've got some Chelsea mates who are really good lads, but we all know Chelsea. You you saw what they were like in Paris when they pushed the geese off the train. 
Do you know what I mean? The yeah. black lad. Do you know what I mean? So we all know Chelsea are not the greatest club. And one of the reasons we, a lot of women fans hate them is because of how they were back in the 70s and 80s and stuff. And yeah, I'm the same with you. I didn't, I'm, I was quite shocked by it that they've now clamped right down on that song specifically as well. But I just, I mean, hope- I mean, it, I mean, as you said, no one, nobody wants to create an environment when somebody doesn't feel comfortable. Right. And, I, and I'm for that. But, my concern, and again, I'm 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 for it if if it's going to make a difference. But we're starting to very quickly change the nature of watching football, and I don't necessarily agree with that movement. And it's going from being this great place, in my opinion, where people went. I liken it right to putting on the TV and watching somebody like Frankie Boyle. Right? If you watch Frankie Boyle, you're you you have to expect him to be controversial, him to be very, very, very rude and challenging. And there would be, it would be ridiculous for me to complain to Channel 4 or any other TV show going, Frankie Boyle, it's this. What a disgrace. What I don't understand is a football area, you have a family stand, et cetera, where you might hear bits and pieces, but it just, I don't understand this. Uh, For me, it, it just sucks out energy out of the game. And I don't understand why all of a sudden the whole world has to kind of go it down to its lowest denominator. I just, I don't, okay, I don't get it. I don't think it's more enjoyable for my little girl. And I'll be like, that's bad language. You shouldn't say it, but I don't think it's going to make them. Uh, it's, it, it will make the game more enjoyable to have less chanting or less energy. In my opinion. I, I said that uh, it's that Ricky Gervais line that people say I, that that joke is offensive. And he says, well, no, you should turn around and say, I find that joke offensive. Do you know what I mean? Because, as I said, I never saw this, that song as being homophobic or, or against the gay club. people or, do you know what I mean, the LGBTQ community. I saw it as a dig at Chelsea for being fucked, pretty much. Do you know what I mean? And that's how I saw it. Do you know what I mean? Through the years, under Ken Bates and people like that, you were getting it royally do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which they were. Uh, and yeah, I never I never saw it like that. And then it's only recently when people come out. And and there's a lot of Wimbledon fans I know, a lot of them who are very like against some things. But I think I guess most of them would have sang that song. I know we'll get people say I've never sang, but there's a lot of people who would have sang that song before. Because like you said, they would have just joined in, they wouldn't have seen it as being a homophobic chant. And and I'm I'm same as you with football now. When I took my boys, I say to them straight away, you're gonna hear some bad language. You'll hear people venting and getting angry and stuff. It is a game of football. Don't take it seriously. Do not take it out of this stadium. Do you know what I mean? And and, and my boy's never sworn. Do you know what I mean? I never hear him swear. He might swear amongst his mates, but he's never sworn in front of me. He's never sworn in front of other adults. And he's heard some really choice language of football, mainly coming out of my mouth. I just, but, do you know what I mean? I, 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 just like think... I don't know a huge amount of people in the LGBT community in general, I'm, my life hasn't, I mean, I know a few, but not nowhere near the volume of maybe other people. And I'd be really, really upset if I genuinely felt that people went to a game, heard someone saying it and was like, I am offended because you're saying that Chelsea are this. Like, I don't, I don't quite get it. I don't, I'm struggling to understand the correlation really. And like I said, I really hope that people that aren't offended and understand where I'm trying to come from. If they don't, then, you know, you can grab me at a game and I'll try and explain myself better. But Agreed. it's just, it's, and- it's, an, it's just an interesting, it, the world is moving so quickly. And I just, I'm just a bit, 
uncertain about it. A couple, a couple of our young younger fans on Twitter. Uh, Carl who does the Don's on tour. Uh, YouTube channel and he was like oh, women of fans please don't sing this like don't want to get fined I was like so what do we do now do we literally ban all songs so champagne's gone do you know what I mean because Ali's song should stop you're singing about drugs do you know what I mean you're, you're singing about people's wives being slammed also, like their but mums. the problem I have with it Lee is, is then, then you'll start on the bad language like you know the, the, the swearing if you like and then after that it's like you've only got when you've got a couple of songs left and I, I just find there was one thing yeah, I did find funny. Someone, I think uh, Ray put it up, just saying, "Look, heads up from a Chelsea fan." He's put, yeah. me, and, and he's that was put great. Yeah. I thought, yeah, brilliant stuff, Ray. Well done. You've made people aware that they could get in trouble if they go there and see it. Because people like me and you might join in without realizing. I, 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 I totally trouble. would have done. And, I, right? and I, as I said, I don't sing You're it a school teacher, with the content. Done. I just sing it because it's a song. I yeah. don't have any correlation with Agreed. the the meaning I, or the words. 100%. I just sing the song. Because like everyone same. else is singing it, and I just sing along. And I'm as I said, I never saw it in that way before. Yeah, and if that's the case, then I won't sing it because I'm not in that mm-hmm. way. Fine, but someone tagged uh, Wimbledon, and they also tagged the AFC Wimbledon ticket, uh, AFC Wimbledon tickets. And I thought okay. it's really weird. It's like me getting really finding uh, an Eminem song offensive. Going to one of his concerts, finding his song offensive, or, or do you know what I mean? Because he's got some homophobic lines in some of his songs, and then tagging Ticketmaster in, going, Look at this. Like, what are they going to do? Do you know what I mean? And someone else said, Have you told Danny, as in Danny McLean? I was like, And then I retreated, I treated back by saying, Oh, does he sing that song a lot then? Because <laughs> what's Danny McLean going to do? Like, people are going to sing it. If they if they think they're going to sing it, they're going to sing it. If they get themselves in trouble, that's it. I, I, I would say to people, Do not sing it now. Because no, you, are gonna, you are you are going to get yourself don't. in trouble, and you do not want to be losing your job or going. Like, can you imagine what what you're in for? I sang a song at football, and it but was it's like also, this, but, but the thing with I think that I think the what we're both trying to get at is, like I said, if people find it offensive, I, I don't want to, I don't want to sing it. But what I would say is that at some point, when we're we're going down a a, a hill, where silly things are going to become offensive and then all of a sudden the the kind of language that is used at football or what we're doing i understand that we want to appeal for, to more people but it's also the the game the, the way that we're watching the game is changing and i'm yeah. i'm i'm a school teacher for god's sake I, I, and i love my job and i'm looking forward to going back to seeing the boys and i like it but i also remember being a little boy on the terrace and it was like for me it was exciting to listen to all these adults swearing and my dad being saying to me just like you're just like you said you've got 90 minutes where you're going to hear stuff i don't expect you to say it if you do say it we'll talk about it but we don't say it after this but, but it was kind of like a 90 minutes of being naughty do you know what i mean like a yeah. oh my god i'm in this naughty environment and but it was also in many ways and it sounds a bit daft but there was a level of respect like my dad was like okay do you know what i'm going to bring you into this environment where adults are going to behave in a way and it's kind of an adult-y environment if you like and i'm going to respect you enough to be in this group but it comes it's it's like a learning curve if you like it's like a it's like a badge of honor and i used to love going to football but but my dad always trusted me to behave myself and it was kind of like a very early step into being a bit older if you like i think going football for me Turned me into from a boy to a man because some of the stuff I saw, I saw West Brom fans get absolutely annihilated by Birmingham fans at Liverpool Station, one station where they were getting battered with Paul Cues and hammers, you know, the 
break the glass. Mm. And I just thought, well, this is, but I didn't, it didn't get, I just thought, well, right, stay out of that situation, stand 100%. back, don't get involved. Do you know what I mean? But there's things you see at football, the things you hear at football. Again, violence, racism, homophobic language. Do you think it's become sensationalized? Do you think that? Foot, being a football fan, but football has was for the working class. It was for the working class man, Dan. Right, and people are going to go mental on that comment. It was for the working class gentleman who had a really bad week at work, or do you know what I mean, he didn't really like his home life and stuff. And the ninety minutes of football. Now women are jumping, getting involved, not jumping on board, but do you know what I mean, I, I went, I went foot with Anna and uh, and and Vicky Saxby, Anna McMillan and Vicky Saxby. They were one of the boys. Do you know what I mean? They they loved yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? They swore. They drank. Do you know what I mean? It was they were like sisters to us boys that went. Do you know what I mean? And we looked after them. They they probably looked after us a lot more than we looked after them. To be fair, but it was that was it was it about and people say about mental health nowadays. A lot of people went to football to to help their mental healths to go there and go right. I can now call the ref a bastard or the c word. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not going to be now. You go there. You say you got. The eyes on you constantly, and it, it some of the fun is being taken out of football because it's being sensualized, and, and and some of the stuff that is not that bad is being portrayed. Like I said, who do I? I had a guy in a taxi the other day, West Ham fan. I said to him about, he said he don't go anymore. He goes because I was going. He's like seventy year old man. He goes, I get treated like a criminal walking through Westfield by the police we all got banged to get, like all ganged up together he goes we're all a bunch of 70 year old men who couldn't fight our way out of paper bag but we have to go all the way long way you know what I mean and he goes I, I just don't go anymore because the fun for him was I going might, might, having a few pints swearing totally, a little bit and going I might home. be totally wrong but for me the, the game of football has, has moved so global and so almost non-tribal that even the Millwall aspect of it mate to Millwall fan is like it's nowhere near where it ever was. And I just, I just, I just feel like the, the, the sensationalism of, of, of these, of what being a football fan and stuff, I think it's got well out of hand. And I don't, I don't think you, you, the, the fighting that you do you see, I saw some stuff with Wigan Bolt and it was like 10 fans rowing. I mean, I, I for me, I've never, I, I've never been to Wimbledon game since I've been watching AFC Wimbledon. I think I've been once where I saw a little bit of naughtiness and that was MK. That was it, and that's always going to happen. That's yeah. always going to happen so, because I, I don't know, the feelings. But... And and I've seen I've seen grown men who are usually a calm, calculated people would not swear at football lose their shit against MK. But I've 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 seen quite a lot of it. Never really got involved myself. Do you know what I mean, people a lot of people think I'm a football hooligan because of the way I dress and the people I hang around with and stuff and the way they dress. But we just like to dress nice. Do you know what I mean? We don't dress in football shirts because we go out after a lot of the time. Do you know what I mean? You're not getting in pubs, restaurants, or clubs in football shirts. It's the way it is. But yeah, I just I just, I just hope that whoever that people are uh, that people have t- are kind of un- trying to understand where we come from it because I can understand. Where some people might listen to this and go, "Wow, this is this that, and the other," and <laughs> yeah. I, d- I don't want to be, I don't want to be that person, but I'm just going to put it out there that I, I'm, it, I, I'm just hoping that people understand what we're trying to say, and couple, we're not trying to be difficult. A couple of homophobic so, bigots, us. Yeah, but no, I, I agree with you. I, I, mean. I once I learned that song was a hate crime now, and people did find it homophobic. Then I won't sing it. Hundred percent. You know I, mean? I don't want. I don't want to sing it. I have sung it before. Do you know what I mean I've sung it to my mates before? But I, I always thought, I'd never thought there was any homophobic 
towards that that for that song really and that maybe maybe that's my issue and people can educate yep. me on that and you know I mean I'm happy for them to put their opinion across but anyway on a brighter note let's before we move on to transfers and the uh prediction selling out 4298 in what one and a bit days fantastic we we sold I think we sold 3800 season tickets Cintiq holders bought tickets for the game because we had less than 500 when it went to the second priority and That's they right. went in seconds. I've got to say as well, well done to the ticketing team. Uh, I don't know who's behind it. I'm, I'm guessing it's the that Rebecca who works on the ASC One Tickets Twitter. Uh, I guess it's them. And if I'm wrong, please just tell me who it is because I don't think they would. I know we had a glitch when the second priority, but that was fixed before the two o'clock window. I'm hearing loads of people got on fine. Any issues they had, they contacted the club straight away and they were fixed. And yeah, I, I, I just think I it, no it went really smooth. People got their tickets. Whoever wanted it's to go, how it got should be, shouldn't it? Really, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, good news. And I'll see you Wednesday for a sherbet and uh, oh, and battering them Chelsea mugs. No, my pie, obviously. Yeah, well, they're banned from Chelsea. Uh, who Mugs. isn't? Right, we'll come back. We're going to discuss the January transfer window. January transfer window. The summer transfer window will be uh, the door will be shut in. That will be closing. Bang, closed. Wallop. And then, uh, yeah, we'll discuss that. And the Prediction League, which obviously I will be in the top three, I reckon. So we'll discuss that in a minute. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back and we're going to be discussing the January transfer window and the uh, yeah closes on Thursday the 31st. I don't know the time. Uh, day after Chelsea. Normally it's 11, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, so what do you reckon, Dan? What, where do you think... What do you... Wait. What do you think we need? Who do you... Like, position-wise? Do you think we'll, we'll get them positions filled? What do you think? I think the first, I think there's, for me, it's always the, the goings out and the comings in. There's three players in my head at the moment that I'm on my major, they're, they're the ones that could could do one. We obviously lost Broom. I still think Zanev's up for grabs. I still think he's probably in his mind and to a, a certain amount of other clubs, I think he's probably slightly too good to be a, to be back up. And I think having had a year in League One and a year in League Two as number one, I think he's desperate to play. And I don't see, I can't see him being number two the whole year. So I think Zanev is an interesting, he's got an interesting week. Jack Curry, although he's not playing and although he's not overly fit, he is definitely someone who is going to be on people's radar. And obviously Ali Alhamadi. So those are the three that I feel like there could be some energy on dependent on their movements will be what we do. We des- either way we need another fullback. Yep. And I'm, I'm I, and I'm not necessarily with you regarding the extra forward because I think now almost Pell's a forward which gives you four. I don't see Pell being anything but a playoff the top man. So for me I think that's that's the four forwards and I think that's what we're going to do. But if if we're going to play two up front and he and Jackson's got aspirations to play two up front, then the likelihood is we're going to need another forward. So what, personally, I think I, I'd, I would be very surprised if we don't get another fullback in, left or right. Ideally, for me, right back. Although Gondi's been okay, 
and Brown's been all right. I think we need another fullback because if one of them's get injured, we are absolutely knackered. Um, so I reckon it's that. And then I think then it will be a reacting case. And once all that's done, and once we've got past the September, then we'll talk about Sasu, Locke, Williams, whether they go out. No, yeah. that's kind of where I, that's where where I'm sitting in it. And like I said, right now in priority, I think it's Al Hamadi, Zanev actually over Curry. I think Curry now is probably going to stay, but I think Zanev's a big, big. He's got. I think there'll be a club in league football who will be interested in him. And I think he's not going to be super expensive. And I feel that we could, we could quite easily pick up just a little backup keeper, knowing, well, let's be honest, that if he if Zanev goes, whoever comes in, if it's this Sanford, they're talking about training with us at Millwall, we'll just get an emergency loan. Everyone does it. You, you literally just... For a keeper, everyone gets an emergency loan, don't they? You just stepped on what I was going to say. All right. Well, I was going to say, I think I agree with you about Zanev. I think he, he will possibly still be off because... With, there was rumours going around. I think, uh, what's his name from the SLP, South London Press, uh, Brack Black, has yeah. said that we're still got the Mill uh, Stanford's training with us still. So yeah. I can't, I don't get why we're, he's training with us. You normally have three, don't you? You normally have three keepers. I don't, I don't get why, I don't get why at our level where you need three. Because well, as you yeah. said, you can always get an emergency loan in as a goalkeeper. So I'd, and everyone I'd, does it though. Everyone's yeah. doing it. So and Foster's available now as well if we ever need a, a half decent keeper. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I I think Zanev's gone. I think Ali. I think Curry stays. Do you think Zanev's actually gone? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't get how he can go from being number one the last couple of years, League One, League Two, and then be happy to be. Uh, oh, Aloni's number okay. two. I, I just don't. If you are, then good luck to you. Maybe you don't want to move, and maybe the team's coming in of Northern, and he don't want to go up north. But I just can't see it. He's got aspirations to play for New Zealand. He needs to go off and and play football. He ain't going to do that if he's number two. Uh, Ali, I think Ali does stay and possibly leaves in Jan. Curry is quite interesting to me. Is if he he has apparently got an injury, but it just it'd be quite funny if he comes back after the window closes, and we've kind of kept him. We've deliberately kicked him about so he he hasn't played, so no one's interested in him because we need him back massively. Uh, I think we need a we need a fullback that can go both sides, yeah, left back ideally, or right. Because as you ideally, said, if, yeah. if if Brown breaks down or suspension, Billa, bless him, I'd lo- I really love the kid to do really well, but he keeps getting injuries and they're all different injuries as well. It's not like he's picking up the same injury and we can get it sorted. He's picking up new injuries which don't help. So. I think we need a right back. I think since you and uh, George had a go at Ogadir, he stepped up and he, he must have listened. All his family's listened and told him, look, uh, Danny and George have mugged you off and the ones had a dream. Right off. Right. Lee's had your back, but yeah, the other two you, are proper, you have had his back. Probably mugging you off. And I think he's been good, to be fair. I think he stepped up the last two games. and uh, But we still need backup. And, and the only problem I had, and I said this on the debrief, is. If we go, say we go out and get a loan, because we still got some loans available to us. Yeah. Most teams want their loans to be playing. If you get a Premiership loan, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. They usually put stipulations in that they play a certain amount of games, and I just don't think we can afford to do that at the moment because I think the players that are playing are doing all right. So why would you drop Ogundir to get some Premier League loanee in when he's not yours? You're making him better, and Ogundir's improving. No, but you're playing. I'm, 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 I'm picking anyone, frankly, over Brown. I know, I know Brown's been okay, but I'm not just saying that. I'm just saying that I don't think Brown can play three games in a week. 
And if we, this week we're going to have three games of the week, the, the likelihood is yeah, it won't get, be long before the FA Cup weeks and stuff. I just, uh, for me... I get that. And you don't want to be putting Johnson there because Johnson's so good at centre-back. No, so exactly. You don't want to be putting Johnson back at left. But I get that. I get that. And, but, yeah, maybe. But then Curry comes back in. What are you going to do? You're going to drop your... Your premiership loan who needs to play seventy percent yeah, of games. That, 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 that's the conversation. I don't and know. That's again, the problem you got. I think it will depend on how long Corey's got, but I, I don't think it's wise playing Johnson at left back, and, and I don't think it's wise playing Brown at left back. And my problem is at the moment, other than Ali being our only goal scorer, which is not scoring goals at the moment, and as I said earlier, we, we're relying on him to score goals that he might not do. All three of them are very similar: Davison, Bugle, and Ali. Big, strong, quick, work hard. Ali's the only one that scores goals. I still think we need to get. I think we need to get a Joe Piggott-style striker who's just going to pop up. Don't do a lot. Do you know what I mean? A lot of fans don't like him because he, he don't win headers and stuff like that, but he'll score you goals. And I think that's the kind of striker we need. Not Joe Piggott, because apparently he's... We just want a goal a merchant, rocking. basically. We need someone who's going to stay in the box, fox in the box, score goals, bang. That's all you need. And someone... That could be a premiership or a championship loanee again, but as long as they don't put stipulations... On him to play because I think we should have gone after. Have you seen who's the best player in League One at the moment? No, Janna. Really, Janna's playing for Cambridge and apparently the best player Ripping in League One currently. Yeah, and uh, a blow day has just signed he for Carlisle. Carl I saw that. Blows my mind that these. It's interesting these, that Nesta's these, been released. He's literally been given a chance to go from Reading to West Brom, though. Is it really? Yes. Mate, no. these, these players have got some unbelievable way. I need to become a football agent because they must earn money. I don't know what. Do I don't know how you can be back? released from Reading and join West Brom. But someone said to me the other day, do we need a kind of an attacking midfielder? Like, I, 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 I kind of agree, actually. Like really? a Chislet wow. style, but better. Never but, really how, but our formation because little, doesn't really play that. It's 4 but does it, four, four, so you, four two, or you're playing 4-4 four, so four, Pell... Forward. So you don't you don't change the formation ever now then that's it so we lose Reeves to injury or Little gets suspended you go right we just have to play four four two we'll just put Morgan Williams in and someone else you don't change it well, back no, but no you don't but go we... one up front and then you play one behind him but Pell's yeah which is, but, which is which is what well, we've got Pell for and also we lose Ali for two yeah. games in September I think yeah. we lose him again in January if he's still with us Omar might be gone if he gets chose by Lebanon that's why we need another striker but Dan you've got to open your mind that we need different play you need to we, we do your mind, but we, mate. open the open the book a little bit but we right? don't know but we've been successful playing 4-4-2 for the last four games like oh, why right. are you why are you wanting to change it why right. do we Danny why should Bassett? we dictate well no but it's just yeah 4-4-2 <laughs> all I'm saying is I'm, I'm so bored of us reacting our team on what other people are doing let them worry about us that's pick what I mean. So bring team, in. Which is 4 4 2. Don't pick an attacking midfielder who's not going to play. In your own words, at the moment, it's 4 4 2. If, if Reeves and Little have another month of playing wicked. So we're, 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 <coughs> no, one, no one's, no one's going to want to join us as a, a central attacking midfielder knowing they're not going to play. So Ball's very similar to the Little and Reeves. Yeah, right. Morgan Williams is probably pretty similar to them as well. That's four players. I still have Will- I still have Williams going out on loan because he's not having any minutes at all at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Sasu's getting on. Sasu's playing here and there. I'd have Williams going out on loan because he needs to be playing. But so who's who's changing the game when we really need it at the moment? Davison and Pell. But who who's that one who's going to do something out of nothing and get, go, go glide past someone and? Other than Tilly, well, you've got Sasu, you've got it's not Sassu. Tilly at the moment, you've got yeah, Newfield, we've got Ali, we've got Pell who does something different. Ali's a goal scoring striker. Yeah. I'm just saying, 
Tilly only scored 11 goals in his whole t- career at career, uh, well, Crawley. He's smashing it at the moment. Yeah, at the moment. But what about yeah. if that dries up or if he gets suspended, he gets injured or he has a, a, he has a dry spell? What I'm, I'm saying, saying is, that, but you're talking about having a central attacking midfielder in a formation which we normally play that's not going to get much game time. And unless someone like Chislett was a decent footballer and he might have been that person, but it's just, I don't understand. It's For me, it's just a, a quite a, a busy... We don't have one by per se, right? In my opinion, I think you're right on that and I'm not going to disagree. I don't think we've got one, but my concern is the way that we're playing, we're not going to use one very often. And do we do we use our resources on one of these players or do we hold fire and spend it on a position that we desperately, we definitely do need? Yeah, 100%. I do believe that we need to... Because uh... if you're going to play an attacking midfielder, you might as well play, pick another forward. And if you need to change the game, you just chuck another forward on and I play agree. four and three. I think, I think the, the two positions we need right now and, and we is the the fullback and yeah. the striker. And, and possibly, obviously, we're going to definitely sign another goalkeeper if Zanev goes. But I'm just saying, thinking outside the box, Dan, you've got to think about the transitions. I understand that. about switching the play. You've got to think about, do you know what I mean? How football works nowadays, Dan. You're stuck in the past. I'm in the future. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mystic Meg lives... Do you know what I mean? If if Craig Cope ever needs someone, a sidekick or anything, then do you know what I mean? My, my assistant, an assistant to the head of recruitment. You know, you're available. I definitely think we need to be looking at South End and looking at their 11 and, or their 15 at the moment and going, right, they've just had points deducted. They're absolutely screwed now. See if there's anyone we can get that from them for nothing. Or... I would definitely, definitely, definitely be open to having another punter, a young young non-leaguer. I mean, we've got McLean who with no one's even mentioned yet. And he could be brilliant. He could be average. We have no idea. I'd be very, very tempted. There's a guy at Barnet, Carnu, Idris Carnu, who's been quite linked with wanting to move. I mean, there's definitely players out there, but it's just a case of, I guess, a lot of these players you could buy and chuck out on loan. But like I said, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting week. And I definitely think we've got, we're active, but I don't think he's going to upset the apple, apple cart too early. I hope we leave but, it. Uh, there must be a loan. We're going to hope- definitely use a loan. I don't want anyone signed before the weekend. No, I, w- I want us we to won't. leave. Some people hate January transfer window, but uh, January. The, so Can I, you stop I, saying January, please. I, I want to leave it till deadline day. Oh God, one of these ones again. I love it, love it, mate. I'm up till midnight. Any deals come on, tweeting away. This is when I go to work, mate. I'm, I'm I should have a yellow tie on during the day. Do you know what I mean? Phones well, going ne- off. The next you? week, if we do Thursday, it will I'm, be. I'm yellow starting we'll rumours all shirts. over Twitter, just making stuff up. I told you about the time when I wound up one of my friends when we changed the Spurs youth team's Wikipedia page and said that he just signed oh. for AFC Wimbledon, sent it to him. He then went and told everyone that we'd signed him and it was just made up by us. Absolutely, you are. Pure bants, mate. Top Poor level not. banner. Anyway, full nonsense. That is. Anyway, tr- the uh, yeah, transfer window. I I like the excitement. As I said, I used to sit on CFAX and wait for it to change and hopefully come on. Wimbledon have signed Michael Hughes. Yes, mate. Let's get in there, son. No life. Right. The predict the league. Obviously, yes. I'm going to be buying myself a shirt this year. Smashing well, it at the moment and all. I, I, I'm not not convinced on that. Well, firstly, I thought this would be a relatively low maintenance thing it's been lively <laughs> we've had 138 people do it some do it one week some do it the other week so my only recommendation is just tr- just every time you see us on on um twitter just whack it on 
But we've had what, three weeks. What I'm going to do is every Friday, around lunchtime, when the, the podcast comes out Fridays, later on in the day, I'm going to put the, the thing up so people can get their prediction in on a Friday before the Saturday game so then they know. Because I don't want to do it. I used to do it earlier and then people forget about it. So if I do it on Friday, they've got to kick off to then get there. Well, that's up to you. But it's been interesting. I've done all of I've done every single person. I've done all their scores. I've done the lot. Obviously, I'm trying to limit data. People seeing everyone else, but I'll look into that details. But basically, at the moment, the top scores are six points. So six points out of twelve, which isn't overly bad. So I'm just going to read out the honourable mentions if 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 I can, which Defense. are people who have got six and five. So Alan Alex Eastwell. He had a good week too. He's on five points. We've got a couple of complete wineups. NG, one week he's done. He and he predicted exactly right Wrexham and Colchester, which is annoying. Um five points, Charlie Robinson. Absolutely smashing the life out of it. Dan Lewis, one week, six points, sickening, absolutely annoying. One I'm week on six well. points. And one week is a joke. I've done all three weeks. Yeah, so you I'm need to be looking at it. One, four, and one. I'm happy to pass it, mate. Whatever you want to look at, you no, look I'm at okay, it. I'm okay, I'm okay, mate. And then we've got, who have we got? Gary Bus, five points. Bussy, the bus dog. Let's see where else we've got. Two, No, that's, that's that's ridiculous from you. That's a bus. We've stuff. got Joe Moga. Oh, the Moj. The big dog, the Moji. He's on six points. He's loving life. Let's see where in the battle between the, the podcast hosts. So look, they've got Lee Finch, five points. Yeah. <laughs> That's second. One behind it. me. Well, yeah, yeah. But, well, one behind me, obviously. Oh, We've got fun. Mark Goodchild. He's on five points. He's actually love life. Mod Gary, whoever you are, you're on five points. Gary He's the loving Mod. Life. Gary the Mod. Joint first, Richard Farrell, Faz. He's on yeah. six points. I don't, want, I don't want him to win. Who, Richard Farrell? Never really in a bit. Well, he won't win. So yeah, very exciting times. And obviously, I've done this one this week. I literally just do like a spreadsheet, and I've just literally update. I've, I've do all the scores, transfer it over, and obviously, I'm happy I'll to. Do- what I will do, what I'm going to do is in December, we'll do this as we go and I'll start like, I might do like a top 10 for you so you can see who's on what points. But in Christmas, I'm going to do like an eliminator. So the idea is every, each game, you just write down whether we win, lose or draw in the whole of December. And basically, if you are out, you're out and the last person standing wins a prize. There we go. Well, you just changed how people are going to be fuming there. Well, no, no. This is this is this is the big one. This is the big dogs. Oh, this right. The, You're not getting this is the PA's. There is this. No, no. This is oh. carrying on. I've, I've I've put too much into it already. But oh. um, yeah, I'm going to do like my own little Christmas gift of you know, like the, a last man standing kind of thing. Definitely. And the idea cool. is I'll enter it. All the matches will go uh, on, and you've got to you've got basically just tick what you want to tick, and whoever's left at the end is left at the end. I, I was saying to you earlier, you know, with like uh, fantasy football like people take it really seriously. Do you yeah. have any tactics with regards to predicting scores or do you just go... Look, if you just want me to help you, you no, no, all no. you've got to do is to no, say, look, Danny... I don't take it seriously. Some people look into the, the 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 form. They look into the last... like Have they got any injuries before making predictions? I just go, I fancy Wimbledon to win 2-0. Or you could just go 2-1, 2-1 every week, Wimbledon 2-1. What I normally do is I normally obviously work out who we're playing... And roughly, I mean, we know the good teams and the bad teams and look at our form and then just go, right, I feel like we might concede, we might score. And I just, it, it takes me 20 seconds. 
And the form, obviously, is really simple. You just tip it in, tip it in. If you don't write in there your full name, I'm not accepting it. If you don't, and I I don't want people to write 2-0 Dons, just follow what it says. Put the first team who are playing at home, their score first, and then the second one after. And it's a piece of, it's a piece of cake. But it's, it's been good. I, I did, there was, an, annoyingly, and one of our friends over at the nine years, they do one like a proper league and it all automatically does it for them for them and I was like oh that's exactly what I needed but I didn't want to you know change it all up just because they're doing it so I'll just do it a bit old old school this year yeah. and I'll look into it from maybe from December yeah and say friends lightly uh, but yeah well, so... well, well we're all friends but, uh, <laughs> yeah anyway and, and uh, yeah so I, I don't have any tactics at all I just get scores mate and then I'll smash it yeah, but you don't. You oh, don't. You genuinely Don's, though don't know what you're talking about. Don's vlogs. So doing for it. you, I'm smashing. Just... I'm I'm smashing Don's vlogs one. So what? Don's vlogs are doing one. Everyone's doing one. Yeah, it was his. Like he, he was doing it first. I think was he? He, he kind of trademarked it. He kind of tried to have me and said, "Look, why have why I is, done it? Why is Danny Baker doing it?" I said, "Don't worry I, about it, Danny. I, I don't got, know. He's the nuts." All I can do is apologise to Don's vlog. If I genuinely knew that you were doing it, Geezer's, I wouldn't have done it. Geezer's had about 10 holidays this year, mate, so I won't worry too much. You know what I mean? He loves he, life. He's, and it, <laughs> I do. He was in holiday recently. He was in Lanzarote. Did you see he wore the AFC Women's Hawaiian shirts? Did he? Yeah, he managed <laughs> for it. But I've never seen, uh, what have I've seen, seen a lot? AFC Women's Hawaiian shirts? I haven't seen anything. But what I have seen is I like these holidays where it's like a lad's holiday and they buy those sort of secret shirts. And they do the random reveals of like the the random football shirts. Yeah. I quite, I, I've, I've been a big fan of that. I'm waiting no, for the. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay because we went on a stag. Was it my or little Dave's Magaluf? Right. <laughs> little Dave, <laughs> go on, little Dave. Why is he called little Dave? This is about four foot nine. Is that what it is? Because he's little. Yeah, he's really small. Chelsea little, mug works on women's little, tennis. He's little, an absolute. He's an absolute. Dave. He's an absolute hero. He's a legend, the geezer. Absolute hero. But he's a Chelsea fan, so he's a mug at this moment. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a legend, little Dave. But uh, his brother Steve's a, a proper mug. Don't like. He's a bit. We call him Big Steve because he's quite a fat boy. He looks like Frank Worthington. You know the paper mache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he looks like him. Right, and uh, so little little, little Steve. Dave, so we're, we're, we're in Magaluf Stag, and then. A load of guys walked in with all different football shirts on. One yeah. guy got one shirt bought for him, bowls in with it, and we all go mental. Guess the shirt he had on. Scum. Oh, no. he really? He's a Portsmouth fan, don't have a clue. He comes in, about eight Wimbledon fans are like, What the fuck are you wearing that for, you mug? Oh, He's like, I'm on no. a stag do. It was a mystery shirt. <laughs> so, do I mean what am I meant to do? I'm on a stag do. I don't really care about your club that much, really, to be fair. And we were like, Yeah, fair dues, mate. But, oh, yeah. how. Oh, U-boat, U-boat wanted to steam right in. We had to oh, calm but, him right oh. down. We had to go, look, U-boat, get yourself another fish bowl. Calm down, mate. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Have another, have another Quantro. Magaluf, I used to run that gaff. Anyway. All right, let's move on. Well done to all the people taking part. Again, it will be released tomorrow, and you can put your predictions in for the Forest Green Rover. Are you doing Chelsea in it or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. So Forest Green and Chelsea, put your predictions in. Get that sent over to Danny. He loves the work, so fair play. Uh, and we'll come back. We finish the show with the Forest Green Rovers preview. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. Last part of the episode, and it is the preview of Saturday's game against Forest Green Rovers. Uh, they've got what's his name? Troy Deeney signing. Now the ginger kid, we 
sold him. Alfie Bendel. Alfie, I think, yeah, I was I think say Troy Deeney signed for Alfie Forest Green. Bendel, yeah, Troy Deeney, right. player coach. Is I don't he know player if he coach? Started, yeah, player coach. The problem is, I like giving away players a bit of abuse. Not not too much, like we discussed earlier, not too much abuse. But I like to get on there, like Foster, I like to call, call him a YouTube wanker. He loved that. Troy Deeney's one, I don't know if I can give him abuse because he's the kind of guy who literally will jump over the hoardings and give me a smack. You know what I mean? I don't want to be getting well, knocked out by Troy Dini on a Saturday afternoon. With you, mate, you'll have, to join, you'll have to join the queue, I think. <laughs> yeah, there's enough queue. There'll be enough queue, yeah. Oh, good one, mouth. Can I be honest with you? I, I, I'm starting to dislike Forrest Green. I hate him all the time, mate. Quite a lot. I, I just find the um, the owner incredibly annoying. He's the guy who's the Just Oil supporter, isn't he? Just yes. Stop Oil with us? Yeah. yeah, he's what he's he been. He's, them, he, he funds them. And it's all that sort of stuff. And obviously, they've not been particularly good as a start of the year. They don't look... I'm looking through their squad. I don't recognise many at all. Ryan Innes, he's the bloke who got set off against Charlton against us, wasn't it? Super quick. Literally yep. came on, got set off straight away in the league, in the league game. And the other one they've got is um, Matthew Stevens. He's the Matty Stevens, wasn't he? The forward that we were oh, possibly interested in. Walsall, the one we tried to sign. He yeah, changed think, direction because yeah. Well, I, don't know if, I think I think it's him. Uh, and obviously we got Armani Little from him. I, I think uh, for for me, I think it's it's a, it's. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a big game now, but I think it it's a game that we'll win. It's, I think it's uh, yeah. It's a strange one for me because these kind of games are very flat because they won't be bringing many away fans down. They don't have a big, big core support, so they'll they'll bring a few hundred down. And I just find the atmospheres in them games then are quite flat because you've got no one like Wrexham. I thought it was brilliant because you gave them banter, they gave it back. Do you know what I mean? And then that kind of lifts the players, lifts the fans even more. With a team where there's only going to be a couple hundred, they're going to be in the corner. You don't really have that. So yeah, they are a bit flat. I think hopefully not many players are going to be thinking about Wednesday and Chelsea and like coming out of tackles like we've done previously. Can't see that happening, but I don't know if he mixes it up for Saturday and changes the team around. I hope he don't. I hope he starts with the same 11, but does he change it to think about Chelsea or does he just go, right, I'll play you? Uh, do you know what I mean? Does he start ball instead of little? Or, I mean, or... what's more important, the Chelsea game or the Forest Green game? Forest Green, massively. Yeah. But you know how managers work. They they work very differently. They don't want to go Chelsea and get spanked. And uh, I'm hoping he'll start with the same 11. I think he will. Uh, yeah, I just... Harry still not fit? Thing. Not at the moment, I don't think. I think he's a little bit behind still. I think he's a weak. I mean, I think the atmosphere will be pretty good. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, it's, we're still technically in the holidays and we've been playing some really good stuff. I'm sure when we get there, the atmosphere will be buzzing. I think people will be really, really excited to go. And I feel like it's a game, regardless of where they... Even before the start of the of the season, You'd fancy I had us. these locked down as bottom eight. Yeah. The, 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 for me, they were going to be a double drop. They've got, they just they've, lost all their. They lost all their oomph. Yeah, they've got a new manager. Apparently, plays some attractive football. Tries to get at you. I think that could help us. Do you know what I mean? They try and press uh, and and work the transitions. But yeah, I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping we can play like we've done. If we've been playing like we do, then yeah, I think we'll we'll beat anyone at the moment in front of us. Uh, I'd like it to be a bit of an easier game that they don't have too many chances like Colchester have had and Sutton have had a couple of chances against us. But I just, yeah, I hope we play like we have done because if, if we do, we'll score goals. We look good at the back. Yeah, and I just, these are the ones, as I said, I think when you looked at it on paper, Colchester, Forest Green, they're the ones you'd be going, yep, we need to pick up three points from them. The scary thing, get a win, could, could be top. 
What scary? We could Dan? be top of bloody league league two. I mean, that's I said it mental. the other day, mate. We're we're winning this league by Christmas. I mean, we can't be top. Gillingham are absolutely bossing it. Mind you, you know, they're bossing it, but they've just won one nil for four games. I was just about to say, James Tilly has scored the same amount of goals as the whole of Gillingham, uh, Gillingham put together, haven't they? I think the interesting thing for me, just looking at our, just, just looking at us, gloss over my fact there. I was completely lost interest in your fact. <laughs> it's, the, it's the fact of of all of the things our defence has been our strong point, hmm. which is quite unusual. I wasn't, you know, I saw we've only conceded one goal. We're second in the league behind Gillingham. That's quite interesting. With the way I've watched us play, I wouldn't necessarily have put that down as. I mean, do you think that's our strength? Do you think what what is what what would you say right now? Then obviously Saturday. Is it going to? Are we are we more likely to see goals? Or are we more likely to keep a clean sheet? I mean, what's our strength as a team? Mad, mad at the moment, you think we're more likely to keep a clean sheet? Yeah. Uh, but I said again on debrief. I said the, the, this year for me the difference is we've got a very good spine. So you go from Bass, uh, Johnson, and Lewis, Reeves, Little, and then Bugle, Ali. That's across that. Where I don't think we've had that for for years. That kind of straight across two as well. Normally you go Bass, Lewis, Reeves, Bugle, but there's two. You go Bass, and then you got two going through, which is really unheard of normally, especially at Wimbledon. And I think that's what I like about this team at the moment. And I look and think, yes, we've got Omar Bugle playing on Saturday. Do you know what I mean he's going to give him a torrid time no matter what happens? Do you know what I mean Ali can? hopefully open his account. Newfield hopefully will get some space and attack him. Tilly's on fire. It's, as I said, I've not seen a game at the moment where I'm ranking people under seven. Do you know what I mean? And if they have, they've only just got under that number. And, and that's what I like at the moment. I think if we're playing, we just got to keep these standards going. Do you know what I mean? Keep these standards high. Keep the blueprint on, on the paper going. And we'll beat teams down, whoever they are. We'll, we'll beat them. I, I, I'm I'm not worried about him at all. I think this is going to be a, a really good week for for us as a club. I feel like we're going to get. So coming in, let's stop mucking about. Forest Green, Wimbledon. What's the score? Two 0 Wimbledon. Is Ali going to score? Yes. Are we going to play an attacking midfielder? Well, no, unless we sign one before him. But not. hopefully, we won't sign him until the January transfer window. Closes. I hate to be that bloke, but I think I'm going to have to go two 0 two 0 Wimbledon. I, I can't mm. see. I can't see us doing anything but that. I feel like we'll we'll could score one in each half, and then going in going into the Chelsea game. Obviously, we've we've spoken about Chelsea, but let, you know, let's get our predictions out there for the world. I'm going for two nil for Wimbledon against Forest Green, and then Chelsea. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go two nil loss. I think I think it's Chelsea I can't see it getting very near it, but I'm gonna say two nil loss. We'll we'll win off the pitch, <laughs> but on it, I think we'll get. Turned over three or four nil. Okay, well, no, no, you can't go three or four nil. It's a prediction league. But what is it? What are you doing? Are you doing three, three nil, nil or four nil? Three, three nil. nil. Okay, interesting. Only because the players they've got, I think they'll play a fairly strong team. I think they'll be a very good. I think they'll be a very strong team. Well, they've got about what hundred players to pick. From, exactly. So, so whatever they pick is going to be a very. They'll strong pick team. eleven internationals at least. So, yeah, I just I don't get how we can deal with their pace, the the pace of the game. I, I, it worries me we might go with 4-4-2 I think I'd rather go with 4-5-1 against well he, he did that um, Jackson he played one up front put, put Pell in between the lines yeah, um, when we played Coventry which I, I can see him doing more of that 
I just I, otherwise, if we play four four two, I think we just get overrun by Chelsea massively and get, yeah, just agree, get destroyed. Yeah. But it's it's such a I, I, as you said, it is a free hit at the end of the day because I hate that word because but in the league, but when you're playing Chelsea, ex Champions League, ex European team, you know what I mean? They're not the force they used to be. We're not playing one of the big top four anymore. We're not playing a big gun. It is just a little side uh, in Fulham, uh, and we'll hopefully yeah we'll go there. Just so a we'll, little, just a little team near Fulham, isn't it? Yeah, that's all they are. They're just a bus stop in Fulham, mate. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think, yeah, they're, unfortunately, they're going to have too much quality for us on the day. But I only know, I only know the Chelsea Flower Show. I haven't done anything else. Good Flower Show, that as well. And a pensioner. Right. Well, well let's bun, wrap it up. And a bun, and a Chelsea bun. Chelsea, oh, and a pensioner, yeah, Chelsea bun. Yeah. Apart Chelsea from that, I don't think else. What's Chelsea? a Chelsea bun? Oh, Jesus. Ain't that just an ice bun? Oh, uh, do you know what? I, 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 feel, I think we're done, mate. I'm a yum, I think this I'm could a, be it for me. I'm a yum yum or a Belgian bum, man. So, anyway. Right. I can blame you. Let us know what your favourite buns are in the comments. <laughs> right. We'll wrap it up. And uh, yeah, thanks to our sponsors this season. Gary Fletcher. Thank you. The season master. Go on. Uh, we are. Not ball masters, no? No, not ball. That was the other week, mate. It was the other week. Okay, yeah. now. That's it from the number one AFC Women podcast, the still the only unofficial AFC Women podcast on the market, the only place that gives fans a voice. Uh, and that's it. Well, we were, we would have had a fan on today, but unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. stuck in it. We're the, only, we're the only podcast that gives fans a voice. By the way, no one else is going on. But he would have been. And next week, we've got another He would have been. Well, we'll see. And Sunday debrief, back on Sunday with you, with myself, Lee Finch, giving the fans a voice then. Finchy Witchy uh, Woo. Yeah, we'll be discussing Forest Green Rovers. But yeah, Danny, thank you very much. I'll see you on Saturday. No bad language, all right? Keep it clean. I'll I'll try and be good. I ain't got my boy with me, so you never know. But yeah, that's it. Come on, you duns. Well, on bulls. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.